Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bring on OffTheHookSports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off The Hook Podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off The Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Well, it has been a while since we've been able to talk to this guy because he has been on multiple continents. He has been uh, bouncing around, making things happen on a global scale, and he is Cooper Mays. I'm going to tell you all about that. Tennessee's offensive lineman's appearance is brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Cityheatandair.com. What I love about cityheatandair.com is the fact they're not throwing out some low number to come do some service call and then upcharge you there about integrity. That's cityheatandair.com. Please like and subscribe. And you can follow us on the uh, the YouTube thing is what they call it, Cooper. And uh, yeah, so the more people that are on there, the more people that get to see you. And speaking of people seeing you, people in Africa, Amsterdam, Wherever your layover was that I was texting you back and forth last night was, you had just start from the beginning. I go in as a blank slate, and every good reporter should know that they are ignorant because I don't know what you're about to. It's true. There's a difference between ignorance and being dumb. Okay, I'm not dumb, but I'm ignorant when it comes to your your trip. So I just want to hear about it because I've heard a lot of good things from Jake Warren, who joins us, and. I just want to hear kind of how you were selected to go to Africa and what the trip was all about. Yeah. So basically there's a group every year named to like the ball leaders group. So they'll handpick like around 40 or 50 um, student athletes throughout the university's athletic department. And then they'll put them into a leadership course that spans for two semesters. And then as kind of like the capstone of the course or like the final thing, you travel out of the country and go help people in need um, just kind of anywhere they will get approval for. So it changes out different years, but our, our group this year went to Rwanda, Africa. Rwanda. I would imagine that puts things in perspective. We complain a lot as Americans. I think it's our new national pastime, but we complain a lot. I bet Rwanda put some things in perspective pretty quick. Yeah, no doubt. I was uh, so Coach Eck, Coach uh, Eckler, he was asking me kind of like, what was my biggest takeaway in the weight room today? Like, what, what was my biggest takeaway from the whole trip? And 
I, I kind of told him that it was the way that they, like, the whole group, like, as a whole people, they all live with, like, such, like, passion and, like, spirit. Like, I think in America, huh. as a whole, as a whole, like, group of, like, people, we live, like, kind of with our flesh. Like, we put our flesh first. So, like, it's more like we're looking towards pleasures and, like, materialistic things that will bring us happiness. And just kind of seeing, like, two kids just just playing around with like a, a wheel from like a bike and like they were just rolling it down the street over and over and they looked like they were about to just, you know, explode with happiness. So they kind of, I just, everything that they did, they did with like a smile on their face. So like just seeing the people that have like a spirit about them rather than just living with their flesh. It was, it was pretty cool. That's what, that was my biggest takeaway. Well, that's awesome. That is, that is really cool. So what is, what what did you do there as was it more of just touring or i know it was did what what did you do there as a group right so as a group we i'd say probably like a a 60 40 mix of like 60% was like service based and then like 40% was like us being able to kind of enjoy where we were at so like getting to see like a big part like my favorite part of it we went and saw gorillas like up close they call it gorilla trekking so we got along with like groups of like um guides and like former poachers that like kind of helped us get towards where the gorillas were at so i saw like a silverback gorilla like probably like two or three feet away from me just sit down right in front of me was nothing was in, in between you and the gorilla no I don't no. like anything about this, Cooper. Well, I don't, so, I, you're, you're a strong guy, but you're not going to take oh, no. on a gorilla. I don't like yeah. I mean, you got to think about the season here, Cooper. I'm not sure I'm fond of this. No. Well, so they're actually <laughs> really they're actually really peaceful animals. So they told us like they explained to us in the before we went that gorillas will not attack you unless they give you a warning first. So they'll make like they'll make one noise for like to let you know if like there is like danger. Or like you're, if they're about to do something like bad, but they also have another call for they're like peaceful, like everything's okay. So like our our like guides knew how to communicate with them. So anytime we would get close, our guide would like do the little peaceful call, and they would like repeat it back to them. So it was they so it it wasn't as like scary as most people probably would think it is. It sounds terrifying. It's it was, I, it was, I mean. Yeah, I, I'm afraid the next thing you're going to say is like you're handling pythons out in the middle of the uh, the jungle. That 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 does scare me. So no. I, we've talked about your leadership role on on this team. Just being selected to do something like that. How much of an honor was that? Um, I think it's one of the the probably the the best thing that's ever happened to me, it's probably like being in that course. That's one of, been one of the coolest experiences. Like me, I'm the kind of guy from like small town, East Tennessee. I don't really get out of my comfort zone very much. So just being able to kind of live a, a completely different experience for a couple of weeks and just see a whole different culture and a whole different way of life. It was, it was definitely up there for one of the top experiences of my life, honestly. Uh, cityheatandair.com city heating and air conditioning american standard manufacturer that's what they carry and um, they're quite frankly the best because of their integrity and they can service you anywhere in the knoxville area so if you're listening 
uh, in the Knoxville area, that's who you need to call to make sure you get the best service possible. Cooper, then, so you're, you're coming back from Africa. And so I'm excited to do um, our, our weekly uh, our weekly visit brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning on like, uh, I'm losing track of days. But like Tuesday or maybe right. even Monday it was, I can't remember. But, uh, and then you get stuck in Amsterdam. Now I've heard of bad travel stories that one is kind of a good travel story. I would like to go to Amsterdam for a couple of days. I don't necessarily want to pay for it, but if I got stuck there for a couple of days, I think I'd be all right with it. No. Yeah. It was definitely a really cool experience. So we had like a, we had a two hour flight to Uganda and then a eight and a half, nine hour flight to Amsterdam. And then we were scheduled to get on a flight from Amsterdam to Atlanta. So we were about to go on another, you know, eight, nine hour flight again, but there's apparently there's a protest going on in Amsterdam right now and they had no workers and we had about an hour and a half in the security line and we didn't even make our flight, but we got to sit, we got to sit there and watch it sit right next to the gate for 15 minutes, but couldn't get them. (laughs) So that was that. Thank you. Delta. Um, Got stuck in Amsterdam for a day and a half ish. And then, yeah, the rest is history. It was, it was a good time. I I really enjoyed it. It's a really cool place. can you believe that it used to be flying was like such a pleasure because you were treated well, like I would wear a sport coat and stuff. And now it's just like your cattle. Yeah. It's, it's, there's definitely, uh, it's, it's up there with Walmart probably for people watching. Is, that's what I was <laughs> there. Yeah, and, you're, and you're talking about Delta for goodness sake. Um, we're not even talking about Allegiant. Try that. That's bad. I just feel like there's standards for like human beings <laughs> when we're going to be like an, like shoulder to shoulder, you should like I don't think you need to have to be wearing a suit or a sports coat or anything. I'm not gonna say that. But like you need to be well scoured, <laughs> well brushed teeth, and you need to have all of your body parts covered with clothing because I don't wanna like touch or like feel any of you like touching me at all. Agreed. Agreed. And you're not a small guy either, so I assume you no, go in a non non middle yeah. seat. When I was yeah. a little bit bigger, I used to go non-middle seat. You didn't get stuck in the middle seat, did you? I did. In flight. It was terrible. Oh, that's the worst. Who's your yeah. travel agent? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I can go kill the person. I just I just get on the flight and do what I'm saying. <laughs> what was your what was your favorite part about Amsterdam? What was the takeaway there? Uh I would probably say we had like a honestly my favorite takeaway was the shopping. Like the the and I've never seen like such a like a whole population like the fashion level and like the taste everything. Everybody was wearing something like beautiful. So like I think as a whole, it's probably like the most well dressed population I've ever seen. I oh, wow! Yeah. So I, I can I can tell you this. I, I'm hundred percent on board with the full college experience and I, I think it's great that you got to do that but one of your teammates did say i hope he didn't lose a bunch of weight so <laughs> because apparently uh one of the players went on a similar trip last year and came back and he lost some weight i think he said i think it was, it was jacob i think he said it was josh palmer maybe but yeah. but anyway that um how do you because you're you're an elite athlete. I mean, how do you keep the right caloric intake and still do some sort of working out? How do you keep doing that with that sort of travel? Uh, well, I 
definitely for like the first few days in Africa did not hardly eat at all because it just wasn't, you know, what I was looking for in a meal. So we ended up staying at a Marriott for a few nights and they had some really good food. So I kind of just like doubled up everything I ate that day, those few days. Help me kind of get back up. So I'm still about 290, so I'm not really stressing at all. Okay. It was so, getting, it, it looked like I was getting a little bit skinny at some points, though. So I was I was getting worried, but I'm still feeling good. How tuned I, in are I, how tuned in are you to to your body? I mean, because you are an athlete, and that's that's what you're in your living on. I mean, can you pretty much tell when you've lost a pound or two or gained a pound or two? Yeah, I can I can tell exactly what weight I am off of looking in the mirror. It's it's weird. I, I'm I'm too tuned in with my body. It, it makes me anxious, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so, you I can wish look I was at somebody that could like just you know weigh every couple days and just like oh, okay, I'm still like some people I know like can just eat, eat, and eat and like either stay where they want to stay or like gain weight. That's just not me. Like I just have to constantly be eating. Well, I, I'm I'm kind of in that place, but I had to cut out all the fun stuff like fried food and red meat. Mm. And and adult beverages. So I'm kind you of got, in that. You have place. gout? Uh, you have gout? No, I don't, <laughs> never had gout. Why don't you just ask me if I got a cane? Um, no. Have you ever had gout? No, no, but I've heard it's terrible. Yeah, I've seen people. I was just that. thinking about that because you said you cut out red meat. So like, I feel like people with gout they can't eat red meat, right? I think and fried yeah. food. I I don't know, uh, but they, it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, they can't. Well, they can't drink either. I don't think. I think if they drink beer. Or something I don't know. Yeah, mine was uh, yeah, mine was just like a, a an overall health change. So I'm I'm kind of getting to that point, but I still every time I step on the scale, I'm I'm somewhat surprised that it hasn't moved. But you can just look in the mirror and get how close to within your weight. Yeah, how 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 much like pounds do you think I could get within? Yeah, like two or three, probably. That's pretty. Two that's pretty strong. So. How, how I mean, that's pretty impressive. So how close do you have to get, be mindful of what you eat? Because you mentioned other people can just eat and stay at the same weight. Well, uh, I can just, as as often as I get hungry, I'm trying to, like, kill a huge meal. So I don't have to watch what I eat at all. I mean, I try to eat healthier, like, just high amounts of healthy food rather than going. Like, junk food, I can I can feel myself, like, in the mornings when I work out. I can feel like by what I, I know exactly, like I can tell the difference between what I ate from the night before and then the like nights I eat healthy. So I kind of watch what I eat in that regard. But as far as eating how much, like I can eat all day if I want to, and I'd still be on track. Like when I get done with football, I'll probably get down to like 240 within a couple months, probably two months, three months. Well, I'm, I'm curious, a lot of people, a lot of players in the last 10, 15 years have done that. Now, previously to that, a lot of guys got even bigger because they were used to eating. No doubt. Um, and unfortunately, some of the guys passed away partly because of that. But um, is that something that you're mindful of after football, that you don't need to carry around 290 pounds to be a, a successful person in life? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, the thing is, I'd say probably like the, one of the biggest anxieties in my life over the past few years has been – like making sure my weight stays on track, like, and what I eat, that would probably be one of my main anxieties. So getting to the point in life where I wouldn't have to worry about my weight, like I'll eat like two meals a day, like just some like small meals until I'm down to whatever weight I want to. Cause I hardly get hungry anymore. 
I kind of just like force myself to eat. So I don't know. So, so you're one of those that has trouble keeping the weight on. Yes. Like when I was my, the end of my, so the last game of my junior year of high school, I was 242 pounds. So I went from 242 to 290 from um, the December to like in a span of about five or six months, I've put on like 50 pounds. Six in six months. Yeah, so, from from December to uh, probably around like June, July. Was how much of that was good weight? Because it'd be pretty tough to put on fifty pounds of muscle in six months. Yeah, uh, I'd say probably like thirty twenty, like thirty pounds of muscle, like twenty pounds of fat. Probably. I didn't look. Okay. I didn't look like. I didn't look fat. I've never really looked fat, no matter how I've been. I've big, like how big I've been, but like I just get thick. I don't know. It's weird. So getting getting through the season, I know, is a challenge for some guys that have to hold weight. So where do you start the season, and where do you want to end the season? Um, I'm trying to start the season around 305 and then try not to go below 298 probably. That's what I would like gotcha. to play. Perfect. It's always hard during the season because the schedule is so grueling. But, like, just the day-to-day. I'm not saying, like, the 10 games. But the day-to-day is so hard, like, to, to just keep yourself in a – like a, like a positive caloric intake, if that makes sense, like from what you burn. I got one last thing for you. I want to go back to Africa. And you said the food wasn't very appealing or what you were looking for. I've gotten to know Cooper Mays well enough where I know that that's like a veiled response. So I've thought about it. What were you offered up that you passed on? You're a hard pass. I'm not, I keep thinking of the Indiana Jones scene when they bring out the, the uh, the monkey skull was it anything like that no it wasn't even that it was like chicken and you know some other i don't really know the other type of meats that were really there but <laughs> it's just, i don't know it was just like you couldn't tell which piece of the chicken you were eating so there was like bones everywhere in it and like it was just it was just a little bit weird i i bit into a burger and like at first i was like oh this is kind of good like and then I like ate my second bite and I like kind of was just like, this tastes like funky, like something is not right here. Like, and it, it just kind of like set me off. Like, it's just, it didn't seem like real burger. I don't know. Oh, and you but, don't want to get sick in the middle yeah, of the that's the last country. Thing you do. That's the last thing you want to do. Okay. So you came back pretty much the same way. Uh, right. I haven't lost any strength, and here we are. It's about football season. This is kind of when the fiscal year, to use a business term, begins for you, isn't it? Right, basically. Yeah, so we're we're going to work, putting the hard hats on, getting ready. Love it. All right, uh, he is Cooper Mays, nice enough to join us after Africa, after Amsterdam. We always appreciate that. Brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate you bringing – Cooper to our viewers each and every week. And we'll visit with Cooper next time on uh, about SEC Media Days. So this has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Don't forget to like, follow, and please subscribe on YouTube. We certainly appreciate that.